Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week featuring singer, actress, and producer Lucy Arnaz. Please join us for that. In the meantime, Phil Grice is with us for another edition of the Sounds of Lost Television. Phil Grice, of course, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, the largest vintage TV soundtrack archive in the world. Phil is also a lifelong fan and admirer of the great Vin Scully, Vin Scully, the Hall of Fame voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Vin Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022 at the age of 94. The program you're listening to right now originally aired in August and September 2015 as a way of commemorating Scully's final year as a broadcaster. Phil has put together a retrospective of the early years of Vin Scully's broadcast career covering the years 1955 through 1965 and Phil uh, when we were on last time we heard some highlights of the of, of the famous 1955 Brooklyn Dodgers team which is the team that was the which is the first Dodger team to win the world championship after four tries against the New York Yankees yes and I'm so grateful that we were able to play um, a clip of Vince Scully describing Jackie Robinson's steal in game one of the 55 World Series which happens to be the earliest known audio of Vince Scully announcing a play-by-play. And think about all the years that preceded that. That was 1950, 51, 52, 53, 54, and the regular 55 season. And um, there so far has been nothing found with regard to Vince Scully doing any of those games. So that was terrific. And, and I... I always remember the 55 World Series and will always, as Brooklyn Dodger fans, still have to believe they, they've gone for 58 years, but it seems like yesterday. <laughs> I used to go to Abbott's Field a lot. 65 cents to get into the bleachers. And and Vince Scully, you know, was, was a mainstay uh, in 55. At that time, he was the, the number one broadcaster for the Dodgers. Of course, when you've been behind the microphone calling Major League Baseball for 65, now 66 consecutive years, you catch a lot of history, not only with the Dodgers, but just moments of Major League Baseball history. I believe Scully was behind the microphone for NBC during Hank Aaron's, uh, when when Hank Aaron hit his uh, 715th home run in 1974. But uh, we mentioned you know, some of the other you know, historic moments. Uh, that he's covered in, in his last time, but I think you have the exact number. He called something like 25 no-hitters and, what, six or seven perfect games? Well, and I'm looking at my notes because I, I don't know this by heart. There are three perfect games, 25 World Series, 12 All-Star games. Yes, he did do Allen's record-setting 715th home run. He did four Sandy Koufax no-hitters. Won a perfect game. And little known is the fact that he was uh, in the booth when Mickey Mantle debuted at the New York Yankees. And that was April 14, 1951, in an exhibition game, Dodgers against the Yankees. And he was calling play by play. Whoa, would I love to have that of Mickey Mantle's very first at bat. Okay, you mentioned he, uh, he called three perfect games in the course of his career. I believe the first such 
perfect game was the one he called um, a pitch by Don Larson in the 1956 World Series, and we're going to hear a clip of that broadcast right now. Through the sixth inning, the Yankees leading one to nothing on Mickey Mantle's home run. The Dodgers sending up Carl Perillo, Roy Campanella, and Sal Magley. Perillo flied to right in the third inning. He is five for 16. High pop fly, Billy Martin slanting out, calling for it, makes his play. Don Larson is spinning quite a web today. He's retired 16 men in a row. Vin Scully from uh, highlights of Don Larson's perfect game, Game 5 of the 1956 World Series broadcast on NBC television, audio courtesy Phil Grice, ATVaudio.com. It's interesting, in the last part of that clip he said, Larson has just retired 16 batters in a row. That speaks to something uh, Scully talks about in one of the uh, – in, in one of the background uh, pieces that you sent me, Phil. And it's the difference between broadcasting back then in the early days of television and, and, and broadcasting today. Back in 1956, it was sort of taboo to say Don Larson is pitching a no-hitter. So you would say he's retired 15 batters, 16 batters, whereas today you would, uh, even Vin Scully would say today, he would say he's pitching a no-hitter. Absolutely, and uh, this guy has discussed that a uh, number of times. I've, I've listened to him. Um, in those days, it was kind of a superstition uh, to say a uh, pitcher was pitching a no-hitter. And, uh, and typically, a pitcher would uh, sit at the end of the dugout. Nobody would talk to him. That changed uh, since then. But, yes, I, I think it went against this guy's grain at the time. He, he was you know, still a young announcer, and he wasn't going to change things at that point. So he went along with that tradition, and and that was the game that is known forever as uh, the very only World Series perfect game by Don Austin, October eighth, nineteen fifty six. We mentioned that Scully called three perfect games. Uh, one of those perfect games was was thrown by Sandy Koufax. We will play that clip a little later on, but uh, while we're still in Brooklyn, uh, Phil provided a couple of early clips of Vin Scully behind the microphone for the then Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, this first highlight is, uh, I believe we uh, the name Carl Ferrello came up earlier in our conversation. This is a highlight of Vin Scully on a night in which the Dodgers paid tribute to Carl Ferrello. Carl Ferrello night, yes. And, and, and what's really interesting when we listen, Vince Scully was also um, a master of being a master of uh, anecdotes and a master of ceremonies. And this is a very good example of not being in the booth doing the play-by-play, but kind of putting it all together and setting a frame for an event. And it was the very, very last uh, Dodger night, and it was Carl Ferrero, who is kind of an unsung regular hero uh of Brooklyn Dodger fans, but I'm glad he was given, you know, his due uh, and tribute uh, that night, and certainly it's amusing to listen to all of the um, olive oil that was being given to him and other very interesting gifts, and it's part of this little clip that I had uh, presented to you. That in mind of Vin Scully uh, hosting Carl Frillo night at uh, Ebbets Field, August 28th. 
1957 uh, from Albany radio station WOKO audio courtesy Phil Grice. Just to round out some of these bits now, here the rest. From the Roger Craig, Gino Simoli, Sal Magley, Duke Snyder, and Gil Hodges Fans Club, a monogrammed leather-fitted travel kit and leather wallet. Camcat Company, an outdoor barbecue grill and rotisserie. From the Carl Perillo Committee, a mahogany laminated plaque with color photos of every Dodger. Lou Pastry Shop of Metropolitan Avenue in Brooklyn, a birthday cake for every birthday in his life. The Dodger Symphony Band, a collection of Italian cheeses, pastrami's, and other table delicacies. The National Feather Company has already delivered to Perillo's home one of their finest feather mattresses. 25 free cleaning certificates from Rand Cleaners, Brooklyn's largest cleaner. W.J. Howard, the president of the Reading Chamber of Commerce, a lifetime membership for Carl. From Carl's Hunting Club and Mr. Marlon Keith, affordable TV. From the Berkshire Agency, plates for his new car. A year's supply of olive oil from Spinner's Italian-American Super... Vin Scully hosting Carl Frillo Night at uh, Ebbets Field, originally broadcast on Albany radio station WO. K.O. Audio Courtesy, Phil Grice, ATVAudio.com. As we continue our tribute to Vin Scully and his early broadcast career covering the years 1955-1965. Phil, you mentioned Scully being a master of anecdotes and improvising as a a broadcaster. Storytelling, one of my favorite moments of the last uh, few years, one of of the rules of, of a broadcaster, particularly if you're broadcasting a baseball game or a football game, uh, for the local team is just because the game may be bad. It may be 11 nothing in the third inning, which is a bad game for the local team. So just because the, the, the game is going bad for the local team doesn't mean the broadcast has to be bad. And so you have to find ways to make listening to the game interesting, even if it's one-sided. And that's something I continue to learn as you learn from as I listen to, you know, to Scully. And he, he, he told a story on the air about four or five years ago, it was I was watching the uh, the L.A. This is back when the Dodgers were still on Channel Nine here in Los Angeles, and uh, it was a Giants Dodgers game, and the Giants were ahead by like ten runs in the sixth inning. So that's so that's a good game for a Giants fan, but it's not so good game for for a local Dodger team. But this, you know, Scully was telling a story. He was reacting to the moment, and the game was being played up in San Francisco. And it was uh, it was ten nothing. You know the Giants were up by uh, by like ten runs, and all of a sudden the fog rolled in from San Francisco Bay, and that got Scully to thinking about another night in San Francisco where he was calling a game at Candlestick Park, where the fog got so thick they had to stop the game because they couldn't see anything. And it's just, as a broadcaster, it's one of those things that, again, you you react to what's going on. And in that moment, he made a one-sided game sound interesting from a, from a Dodger fan point because you got a little bit of history mixed into the moment. No question. Um, this fantastic storyteller, and he has a sharp mind. Uh, he has great recall. Um, he can parallel uh, moments 
that are salient to something that might come off, like you just uh, described. And I think that's what makes him so special. You know, you're, you're never, he's never at a loss for uh, being able to make uh, the moment interesting, even when uh, the game might not be that interesting. We're taking a look at the early broadcast career of Vince Scully, the legendary voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers and a longtime national institution. Ben Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022 at the age of 94. The program you're listening to right now originally aired in August and September 2015 as a way of commemorating Scully's final year as a broadcaster. We're going to listen to some more uh, highlights of Ben's career when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. 